I'm Sarah Rose, and this is the Mind Body Academy podcast. I'm here to teach you how to think yourself slim. It's not brain surgery, and I promise you can do it too. Listen in to find out how. Hey everyone, how's it going? I just got back from a couple of days at a cottage with some friends where I soaked up some feel-good sunshine, blew some shit up, and by that I mean set off some fireworks, and now I'm fired up and ready to go. If you missed part one of this series on the three stages of weight loss, you definitely want to go back and have a listen to that. But essentially we covered the first stage, which is mindset mastery. And this is the stage that people tend to try to skip over, which keeps them stuck. So if you're feeling frustrated or overwhelmed by the struggle with your weight, you absolutely need to listen to that episode to understand why your struggle with your weight has been such a struggle. And today we're going to shift gears and talk about how we start to get ourselves out of that struggle. We are going to talk today about stage two of the three stages of weight loss. This is where you start to believe in the possibility of losing the amount of weight that you truly, truly, truly want to lose. This stage is all about self-belief and self-mastery. Believing in yourself enough to live into the possibility that you are deciding for yourself. In the last episode, we talked about all the signs that you are not believing in the possibility of losing the weight. That's the stage where you haven't mastered your mind enough to work through the inner resistance to weight loss becoming possible. And let me just remind you that not believing is a stage of belief, is a part of the process of weight loss. Everything begins as a thought, even if it's a disbelieving thought. So bringing up all the things that keep you from believing is the first step to losing some weight. And I tell you this because a lot of you will resist the first stage of weight loss. You won't think it's necessary. And it will freak you out a little when you become aware of where you haven't been believing. And you'll end up making it mean that you're doing everything wrong or that something has gone wrong. No. (laughs) This is what's supposed to happen. Consider that. What if this is supposed to happen? What if it's even necessary It's at this stage that you learn how to doubt your doubt. That's a skill. It's at this stage that you start questioning what you are tolerating and get to that place of enough is enough where change starts to happen. I think knowing this can change everything about the way that you've been showing up when you're doubting or confused, right? Just being able to recognize that nothing has gone wrong if that's the energy that you're in right now. It's that awareness, that ability to recognize disbelief that will help you transition from the first stage of weight loss where you're focused on mastering your mind, your inner conversation, to that second stage where you're developing self-mastery. You're starting to match what you say to yourself that you'll do to the actions that you're taking, to what you're following through on. You're learning how to be in integrity with yourself. Not believing something is possible introduces you to you. 
you have to become aware of how being critical instead of constructive with yourself is what's creating so many limitations. And then this is great because this is where you first have to start to build trust and self-reliance. This is where you need to focus in and develop that. So let's really explore that second stage of weight loss where the weight loss becomes possible. How do you make that transition from impossibility to possibility? The energy that creates the shift is the energy of curiosity. That first stage looks like a lot of confusion and justifications. It's a lot of dead-end thinking. It's taking you nowhere in a hurry. (laughs) And when you add curiosity, it's like a muscle relaxant. You ease into the possibility beyond your perceived limitations. This is where you go from, I probably can't lose the weight. I've never been able to do it before to, I could do this. I could lose the weight. This is where you think about the possibility of losing the weight. And you really feel that. And the way that I want you to think about this is to ask yourself, what if it were possible for you to start losing weight today? What would change about the way you're going into the rest of your day? What if today were getting you closer to where you want to be in your body? What if it were possible? So you want to just go there in your brain and suspend disbelief. Like when you're watching a movie and you get into it and you forget all about the fact that you're just watching a bunch of actors. So you want to play with that idea. What if you could play that out in your mind? A big part of my weight loss journey had less to do with the physical weight and more to do with the mental and emotional heaviness that I was carrying and that I needed to release. And this was a big part of stepping into fresh possibility for myself and for my life. I decided how I wanted to be living my life and then I practiced living that way now. I played it out in my mind and I decided how it would play out into today. The key to that at that time was to really assess what was between me and living my life the way I wanted to be living it at that time. You know, the way I see it, what stays hidden, what we're unwilling to look at, never heals. So I made the decision to face all my stuff, all of it. And what I discovered is that healing is the end of conflict with yourself. Healing is the end of conflict with yourself. And I decided to find a way to care enough about myself to release any needless suffering and give myself what I truly wanted for myself and my life and my body. Not just relief in the moment, but release for the long term. So much of that suffering that I was experiencing at that time and that I'd been experiencing for years, so much of the struggle, even with my weight, used to feel so necessary. It felt like it was beyond forgiveness and healing until I decided that it wasn't. That's what created it as possible. So much of what I was experiencing back then was a mind-made prison. That's what was creating so much stuckness in my life. Poet Rumi asks, Why do you stay in prison when the door is so wide open? Where are you staying in your life in what feels like a prison, what feels like a struggle that you could just step out of? 
The moment you step out of that door is the moment you step into possibility. You stop being so limited by what you can't do, what you think you can't do, or what you think you should do, and you decide for yourself what you could do and what you will do. You decide. So going from stage one of weight loss to stage two requires decisions. Decisions based on possibility, based on what you want to be possible in your immediate and long-term future. That's the kind of thinking that you want to start to access. Not thinking based on your past, not on what you've done before. And so many of you are looking to your past to decide what will be possible for you in your future. You want to separate those two things out. Your future has yet to be decided. It is still entirely up to you. What I want you to get here is that when we are willing to consider that something might be possible, that is when we just might be willing to do something about it. If you're not getting results, it's because you're in that first stage of weight loss. You're back in impossibility. So all you have to do is open your mind to making your goal more possible. Another question I play around with to make that transition from stage one to stage two is what if it were easy? What if stepping out of that mind-made prison were simple? What if the aspect of weight loss you're struggling with were actually easy to resolve? You see, most people think that hard equals effective, and that's often not true. The problem that's keeping so many of you in impossibility is that you're making weight loss harder than it has to be. And I do a deep dive into this and get you back to the essentials in my free course, The Genius Body. So you want to be sure that you enroll straight from the Mind Body Academy website if you haven't already. Okay, but practically, how do we make that transition from impossibility to possibility? The answer is by practicing possibility. We practice it. We practice possibility through mental rehearsal. What this is like is exploring in your mind with no pressure. You're not going in there just to be like, how do we figure this out? And how do we get out of here? Like it's one of those escape rooms. You're not trying to figure out the impossible. You're just relaxing into it. Instead of resisting it and fighting against it, you're letting it be. You're allowing it to be there without freaking out. And you're slowly redirecting your focus. You have to understand that what you resist persists. You have to open yourself up to the possibility. It's an open energy. It's a relaxed energy. So when you notice where your attention has contracted, where that's creating a limitation, it's sitting with it long enough to start to see beyond it. It's only when you're open that you will really be able to see that not believing that it's possible to lose weight is what's creating it as impossible. If you had believed that it were possible or even that the results were guaranteed, you would be taking way more action on it. And here's where the relationship you have with yourself really comes into play. 
because the only guarantee of results you have is the one that you are willing to give yourself. And a lot of you aren't giving yourself that guarantee. Your weight loss is still optional, which makes quitting still an option. Your commitment to yourself, to what you have decided for yourself, has to be rock solid. It has to be better than your best excuse. So if any of you are familiar with Don Miguel Ruiz's four agreements, the agreement you need to make with yourself and uphold here is to always do your best. That's the agreement you need to make with yourself. Under any circumstance, your best isn't always going to stay the same. But the key here is making your weight loss doable enough that quitting is not an option. That you will always do your best. When some of my clients are introduced to the 24-hour mindful meal plan in Think Yourself Slim, they don't all believe that they can plan what they're going to eat 24 hours in advance. So some of them start with one meal per day that they plan. That's something they believe they can do. And then they do the work to grow their belief until they want to do more and believe that they can. So they're aligning their belief with their actions and that congruence is what's creating integrity with themselves and self-reliance and follow-through and consistency. So we're aiming for consistency here, not for perfect. Done is better than perfect. And so many of you are hung up on doing things the way that you believe you have to do them perfectly. If you try too hard to do more than your best, more than your best of where you're at right now, your best will not feel good enough and you will burn yourself out from the way that you are taking action to lose the weight. This is what creates so much failure and quitting. So at the stage of possibility, we're also seeking doability. We're seeking to make it possible. Sometimes we forget that it's how we're thinking about weight loss that makes the weight loss possible. Thinking you have to do it all at once and perfectly, that's what's keeping a lot of you stuck and spinning and fluctuating in your weight. It's not going to be our reflex to be like, hmm, what am I thinking that's keeping my weight loss goal impossible? (laughs) No, we are going to be much more interested in our actions, doing, doing, doing. We think that's what's creating our results. But it's actually the gradual ramp up of doable changes that allows you to lose the weight in a way that you can actually maintain it. And then to get to that third stage of weight loss where you can refine the actions to refine the results that you're already creating. You have to be in that mindset of possibility to make it doable. The faster that you can recognize that it's your current way of thinking that's causing your current results, the faster you are going to empower yourself to change what is changeable by taking ownership of your thinking first and then ownership of your results through the relationship you have with yourself, and then ownership of your actions. It's widening rings of ownership. That's another thing at that stage. So ownership in stage two. When we're in the first stage of weight loss, we're usually riding the teeter-totter of blame. 
where we're either blaming something outside of ourselves or we're blaming ourselves for coming up short of our own expectations of what we want to be possible or what we feel should be possible. When really what we need to do to get to the second stage is level with ourselves, take responsibility. This is what you need to do if you want to change your thinking and claim what you want. At the beginning, this takes time. You'll teeter-totter a lot between stage one and two before getting to stage three of weight loss. It's not a linear process. So you'll move back and forth between the stages. It's normal to cycle between them. You just keep coming back to curiosity. If it were possible for me to figure out this thing that's keeping me stuck at the stage of weight loss that I'm at or struggling with the same things, how could I make it possible? What if it was actually so much simpler than I'm making it up to be? These kind of questions are energizing. They fuel you forward. I like to think of life as just the process of asking and answering questions. When you ask yourself better questions, you create a better life. And think about it. When you believe something is possible, you don't spend your time worrying that it's not going to happen. The franticness and hurriedness goes away. You become confident that you are going to make it happen. You're owning what the result will be. And you're owning whatever results that you're creating now. So you want to explore possibility in a way that you can look forward to, in a way that feels delightful and open. And another way to transition into possibility is by talking yourself into it. (laughs) You have that conversation with yourself every day. How is it possible for me to lose some weight today? You come up with at least one reason. You don't accept I don't know as an answer. And even... Asking, how is it possible for me to lose some weight today in a way that I can look forward to? Because I don't want you guys going to deprivation and starvation as a weight loss strategy. Think smarter for yourself. You need to find ways to tell yourself why it's possible. You want to compel yourself into action, right? So that's why you have to look forward to it. What are the things that you want to be doing? that you can see yourself doing. And if it did happen, if you did notice that you lost some weight, how would that feel? What's that feeling of progress like for you? Carry the energy of that into your day before it even happens. You can be proud of yourself ahead of time and use that energy, that pride in yourself, that confidence in yourself to create results. You can be interested in what you want enough to go out and get it for yourself through how you show up today. When you're hung up on the how, how you'll lose the weight, you'll take yourself out of that feeling of possibility. Thinking you need to know the how before you take action is what's preventing you from taking action and creating the result. The longer you stay in that feeling of possibility, the more possible it becomes to lose some weight the way you want to lose it. The clearer what you need to do will become in your mind. You're just looking for the next step, not the entire staircase. The moment you get stuck, you just look for that next step. So just to recap, 
when you're in that stage of mastering the relationship with yourself, you are inspiring yourself into possibility. You are visualizing who you see yourself becoming and you're practicing showing up to yourself as that person now, every day. You're just seeking that growing edge of possibility and you're looking for that next step beyond it, beyond where you are right now. And then the next one and the next one. The more you seek out the possibility, the more you start to see the opportunity and the more possible it becomes. It becomes so possible that you're taking action and you keep taking action and it will start producing results. And those results will fuel that belief and make it even more possible. You don't have to make massive changes to create the life that you want. A life that includes a body you love. You just have to get yourself on the way to where you want to go and hold the course. And you do that by making it doable and by making it possible. If you are not where you want to be, the time to change is now. Go and get what you want. The thought of living your life with less excitement and little accomplishment, less than you know yourself capable of, should be enough to kick yourself into gear. And you don't have to look for doing the most. You're just looking for the most effective minimum dose to get yourself going. The more you approach your weight loss from possibility, the easier it will be to access the motivation and excitement, and those emotions will drive you to take even more action. And your results will just become more and more and more. And you just repeat that over and over until the results start to feel inevitable. No matter how busy or old we are, it's never too late to fulfill our potential. There's never a time in our life when we should take a backseat to the life that we want to be living. Once you start to become future-focused in the second stage of weight loss, you'll be able to start picturing your future self and showing up as her or him today. That person is you. She is you. Just without the struggle and heaviness of the physical and mental weight. She is who you are already without the self-limiting and self-deprecating belief systems that are currently keeping your goal out of reach. One of the best things you can do to start living from possibility is use your future self as a mentor and as a friend. So many people tell me that their food that food is their friend. Food is not your friend. Food is food. <laughs> it's not food's job to be there for you when you're going through a rough time. You need that friendship with yourself to count on yourself to keep yourself company when you most need that kind of friendship. You need to be there for yourself so that you can do something about it. So ask yourself what your future self would do in any given situation that you feel stuck or that you're currently struggling with, including your weight. Call on that friendship with yourself when you're in need of guidance. I knew I overcame my struggle with weight for good when I knew it was impossible for me to fall back into the struggle. How did I know it was impossible? Because I trusted myself. 
I knew I would never just leave myself in the heart of the struggle again. I would never call it quits on myself and neglect myself because I was going through something challenging or difficult. I knew that I could trust myself not to turn to food as the answer. That instead I could look to myself to come up with my own answers. And that trust is something you build. You develop it. You earn it with yourself. This is why the second stage of weight loss is so, so, so important. In fact, I think it's probably the most important. Is the result that you're after, the goal weight or whatever it is that you want for your health, your body, your life, is that result without the relationship really the result at all? I want you to ask yourself that. Because when you're in a hurry to get the result and you're just focused on stage three which is mastery of actions taking action taking action taking action trying this diet trying that exercise program this that this that a lot of you are risking the relationship you're pressuring yourself into that action you're loathing yourself into that action and you can never expect to live a full life if you have a deficit relationship with yourself So get to know yourself through the lens of your future self. She will show you, that person will show you that achievement is possible. She will tell you what you need to pay attention to and what you need to steer clear of. You will learn to give yourself constructive advice instead of destructive, self-deprecating criticism. So what advice would you give yourself from that perspective right now? What would you remind yourself of? All the guidance you will ever need is within you now. You can lead yourself to the right people and books and experiences to help you along the way. When you learn to call on your future self, you will learn to show yourself that weight loss and the life that you want, it's all possible. See yourself at your current weight See yourself at your ideal weight. Visualize the journey. Rehearse the obstacles and the wins. Plan for them. Visualize the entire process. For the you that already has this figured out, how would they handle what's stopping you right now? One exercise I suggest is having you write out the story of your weight loss journey. Write out how you think it will happen the ups and the downs, how you handled both, how you celebrated yourself, how you challenged yourself, anticipate people complimenting you on your weight loss, and anticipate the times where you look down on the scale and you realize that nothing has changed, or maybe that you gained some weight. What will that feel like? But then also anticipate the time when you look down at the scale and you realize that you're weighing less than you have in years. And not only that, but that the number on the scale doesn't even seem to matter that much anymore because of how good you feel. Anticipate times when you want to throw in the towel, times when you start to doubt yourself and sabotage your weight loss. Anticipate times when you might get sick or injured. Imagine how you rise above it all. See your future with unshakable inner knowing that yes, you will succeed. Having been relentless in your pursuit of making your goal possible no matter what. So much of what our present self thinks is so important 
when it comes to losing weight isn't. The way you will succeed is probably not the way that you will map it out right now. So don't be so obsessed with the how. Keep trusting that your future self has it all figured out. And that it's probably simpler than you think. Your future self is how you stay connected to yourself and to your dreams. Once you work through the initial awkwardness of this exercise and become more comfortable with it, you will lead yourself to that feeling of inevitability. Then all you will have to do is let your life catch up to your vision of what is possible. All right, my friends, in the next episode, I'll be covering that third and final stage of weight loss. I'm going to break it down so that you understand everything that goes into making your weight loss inevitable. No matter what happens, you can achieve what you truly desire. Don't just take my word for it. Let me show you when you join me in Think Yourself Slim. Until then, take care. I'll talk to you again very soon. Hey you, yes you, are you ready to overcome your struggle with weight once and for all? I want to invite you to join my program, Think Yourself Slim, where you'll learn that losing weight won't solve your problem. Your problem is what's causing the weight gain. I'll help you train your brain to solve the cause, the hardest part, so you can lose the weight the way you plan on living it. Just head over to www.mindbody.academy slash start now and let's start a transformation today.